They're mobile, innovative, and delicious. Food trucks have been popping up across the nation in droves, including in Washington, D.C. Intern Edition's Ryan Arenda went behind the scenes to hear from food truckers about where they come from and what the life of a restaurateur on the road is really like. In the past few years, the nation's capital has become home to dozens of food trucks. From pizza to popsicles, there's no shortage of lunch options for tourists and professionals alike. One, uh, one steak and one chicken. I want to try both slaws. Which one do you put the kimchi on? Korean barbecue. What can usually be found in Korean pockets around the country could be coming to a curb near you. A D.C. curb, that is. I was like, you know what? In D.C. right now, Korean tacos is what makes sense. At 24 years old, Mike Leonard was one of the first few food truckers to take D.C. by storm. He remembers opening day. But yeah, we had a lot of people lined up and we were going crazy and we had no idea what to do. And uh, we made it work. In 2010, Mike left his job as a manager at an outdoor sports retailer to start a food truck of his own. He knew it could be risky. What I would always do is say, what is the worst possible thing that could happen? Literally, like, <laughs> if, if everything bad happens, where will I be? And then I was like, oh, well, that's not that bad. I could still climb up from there. Two years later, and Mike is still serving up his handcrafted Korean tacos. But the initial novelty that comes with being a food truck pioneer is wearing off. It was so new when I did it that, you know, I could just send out a press release to 10 places and every one of them would write about me. Now, you're lucky if one of them writes about you. Now, D.C. is home to over 100 food truckers who park curbside every day and serve up their chosen fare to make a living. I mean, your job is your life, and uh, there's no clocking out. But the opportunities that owning a food truck presents aren't just limited to single 20-somethings. This is our livelihood, our mortgage, our, you know, our future. And so... And, and running it together, I think, is also makes it more intense. That's Christy Whitfield, co-owner of Curbside Cupcakes, the district's premier mobile confectionery. She started the business three years ago with her then-boyfriend of four months, Sam. They're married now. So together, we really kind of meshed a, a plan. Yet operating a food truck does not always go according to plan. You know, we thought we were going to make cupcakes and just sell cupcakes to people, and it, and it sometimes is, you know, a lot of things between you and just trying to get your product on the road, which has been a struggle and an ongoing struggle, really. Mike says that one minor problem can disrupt an entire day's work. Just this morning, you know, my generator started acting up, and it's, and, you know, I was thinking, okay, if I can't get this generator to work, the day's done. Um, it's not like if you're a painter and your van has to go to the shop, you can rent a cargo van, but you can't rent a food truck. But for Christy, it's the connection to their customers, or as they call them, the Cupcake Nation, that keeps them going. People have used curbside cupcakes to get engaged. People have used them for baby showers, for weddings, for birthday parties. I mean, then, you know, all kinds of office and different events too, but it's, you know, it's, we take very seriously being included in people's private moments. The couple's own private moment is expected any day now. Yes, baby on the way, a little cupcake in the oven, my gosh. According to Christy, they are literally nesting in their business. Curbside Cupcakes just received the Reader's Choice Award for Best Food Truck in a DC magazine. Roger Horowitz, co-founder of Pleasant Pops, is betting that cupcakes aren't the only treat that can put a smile on kids' faces. They're peach juice running down their chin and they say, Mommy, that was the best pop I've ever had. The pair of college friends ditched their day jobs in 2009 for a life on the road. A lot of people see food trucks as you're only out for two hours a day, like, must be fun. Uh, but there's really a lot more that goes into it. 
That's Brian Sikora, the other half of the Pleasant Pops duo. Now in their second year of business, they're less than two months away from opening their first storefront. It's just going to be such a big difference when we can tell people, yeah, here's our address. We're at 1781 Florida Avenue Northwest. When the two started their business, opening a storefront was a goal they always wanted to achieve. You know, we're going to have a small market section. Uh, the other you know, part of the store is a, a cafe, so we want to be a, a community gathering place as well. Roger and Brian still plan to keep their truck on the road even after the store opens in September. But opening a store isn't every food trucker's dream. For many of them, it's a life of freedom and flexibility that keeps them on the road. Right now, we're not looking at more trucks. I think we're happy with three. So next time you visit a food truck, take a moment to think about the other side of the window and the stories behind the food you love. For NPR Intern Edition, I'm Brian Arendo.